afternoon, meat suits. Welcome back to Read It and Weep, a podcast about movies and friendship. This is season five called Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse, and we are just four horny reincarnated dads playing a very long movie-watching game. I'm out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was a duck in my last life, if you can't tell from mine. I was Cleopatra. Um, I'm your host, Alex Falcone, recording in North Koreatown, Los Angeles. I'm joined today by the full the full panel of reincarnated dads. Yeah. First up, he's at Anthony Lopez Part 2 on Twitter. He's in Southeast Portland, and he's so ripe, he's about to fall off the vine. It's Anthony Lopez. Um, I, I love stories that really capture what it's like to be married. Um, just you, Every once in a while, you see a movie, and you see something that's like, wow, I've never seen that in a movie. I'm yep. really glad a movie finally showed this very real thing that happens in real life. Like, What's I this? know personally, I know you have one too, Hunter, but when you got married, uh, Alex, I mean, Hunter, you're yeah. not married, but Ezra, Hunt, I'm Alex, unwed. you're both married, and I know when we all got married, the first thing we did is give a wife an 8x10 frame oh, yeah. glossy That's black real. and white headshot of us. Yeah, specifically his headshot. Yeah, we definitely... Keep on their end table. I love that because it's like on my side of the bed, she could look over, she'd see me, but what if she's looking the other way? You know, Whoa. it's like, is the marriage falling apart? So you put a headshot yeah. on the other side, now yeah. she knows. Yeah, and if your wife ever forgets who you owe, she can take the headshot off, look at the back of it, see your roles, oh, you know, and everything, yeah. you know? Yeah, okay, yeah, this is Shooter McGavin. Cool, cool. Yeah. Um, glad we're still together. Also joining us, he's the co-host of Old Gamers Almanac, the podcast. Uh, he's from the woods of Brooklyn. He believes in God and Glasnost and other things you can touch. It's Hunter Donaldson. Yeah, hey, uh, I uh, I chose this movie. So this was... <laughs> this one's on you. Did you also one. watch this movie? I did watch it. Okay, I, good. I, I would... That, that would be a bridge too far, frankly. Sometimes I, there's a, a tone you take where it's like, I don't think you yeah, did the whole yeah, This is a movie yeah, yeah. sounding a little oh, like that. Watchable yeah. with eyes. That I chose... <laughs> no, no, there's no way that I would have even considered not watching this movie, I felt like, because uh, I just feel like I had to if I was going to make you do it. But I don't okay, always you, feel that way. I but, can't I mean, this tell is yet. Definitely, this is a type of movie you need to watch with the enthusiasm they had making this movie, which is which one none. take only, very <laughs> fast. Shoot it quick and fast. Let's Shoot go. It cheap. Come on. Let's go. Daylight's pounding. Oh, you got any public domain music we can put under this puppy? Let's get this done. <laughs> this is this is strange. Am I going to be the only one defending chances are today? Oh, like, also joining no. us from are Northern California. He's got he's got you figured out. All he wants is your money. It's Ezra Fox. This is the right answer. Is no, he wants my body. <laughs> this is how Alex. Are you really going to be on team funny old boy? This is like this is this is the movie that you're going to bat okay. for. We're, look, we have so much we have so much to do before we get to this. Okay, and I'm not going to say this is a good movie, but I am going to say it is your new was, favorite movie. I I don't want it to be a three on one. So I'm going to start right trying now. To, I'm going to see if I can figure out how to pretend to like this movie. So there are give me pieces of minutes. this movie. Okay, here, here here's all I'm going to say. I actually thought it might have been better. Like there was a time where I was like, they might just pull this off, and then they didn't. <laughs> They for sure did not. I'm clear on that. They didn't. But there were a couple of pieces where I'm like, I am almost on board with this. I was like, See, I was prepared. I was I was open to the possibility of liking it more than I was expecting. I I was very excited watching this because um, I'm very fascinated by like, you know, trends in film and stuff like that. And uh -huh. in the like 80s, there was a lot of spirit comedies 
Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. A lot of ghost comedy. A lot of like, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can still make them every once in a while, you know. But yeah. like, there's a lot of like, you die and you either like come back as a, a ghost in somebody else's body or you're reincarnated or you are like in heaven and you get to come back for little things. So it's cool to have another one enter into the canon. Yeah. Right? Of, you know, the like the defending your life, heaven can wait, uh, yeah. just like heaven. Eddie Murphy did one of these. We could have done. There's another one with, um, with Robert Downey Jr. that comes out a few years later that I like a lot better. Yes. Which is Heart and Souls. Yes. Robert Downey Jr. Yes, Robert Downey Jr. did another which one of these better. a few years later. Which is not hard. Yeah, but like I mean, this. Young Robert this, Downey Jr. does look like someone else is controlling his body. Yeah. It's a good cast yeah, for someone who's inside you. Yeah, I mean, it was drugs, but like and you alcohol, knew there was something alcohol, inside Alex. him that wasn't him. Okay, we'll come back to this. But the point is there there are pieces of this. There are there are bones on this skeleton that I liked. Um, yeah, you're talking about Danny Jr.'s pants, his bones. <laughs> Look, That's I was okay. I was also like, point of this movie. I was like not that hot for Robert Downey Jr.'s young face, but he did mm. take off his shirt and he was very muscly. And yeah, I had I was like just I was complaining out loud about how he's not that hot, and then he took off his shirt, and my wife and I were just like, <sighs> okay, and then we moved on. But it's just like his rippling back. Like, okay, well, that's yeah. clearly uh, part of. It. Okay, we have other work to do first. I want to start our show today by thanking all of our fabulous meat buddies, but most especially Gabe, who we're going to hear from more about. We'll hear more from later, more about later, not really from. This is going to be it's us a, talking he's a about ghost. Gabe. But no. um, if you gave the ghost, if you'd like to, I gave the ghost is keeping us limping down the tracks like a ghost train. So if you want to join Ghost Gabe, you can go to metreon.com. We really appreciate everybody who supports the show. Um, before we start the segment about the game, we're going to start with segment one, the news. First up, I need an important news update. Ezra, what is in the donut news? Oh, what did we learn I'm, this I week? I actually saved this uh, just 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 in case it came. Oh, hold on, let, let do, can we get some donut <laughs> news segment uh, um, like like mm. patter? So I, I I bring this up. Yeah. So um, mm. just a quick reminder to everybody at home. Uh, last week we were talking about the delay of the NASA space launch, and Ezra said he was aware of this news story because his he is subscribed to the Dunkin' Donuts newsletter. The Krispy Kreme newsletter, and they have Dunkin' Donuts newsletter has gotten really right wing over the last few years. I really can't follow it anymore. (laughs) Yeah, but he likes the more he likes the more in in airier news. He likes the Krispy Kreme news Mm. uh, melts in your mouth. So this is Ezra's Donut News Time. (laughs) I learned through a few things. Okay, uh, now so I now know that there's a long weekend that happened. Uh, because it was kick off the uh-huh. long weekend yeah. with donut emoji, and there are three ways to make right. So Labor Day, mm. you found out yep. about Labor Day okay, from so the donuts why we did people. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah, yeah we did. It. Yeah. Oh, they didn't say why. They just said it was yeah. a long weekend. Uh, well, and we had to make our long weekend it, even it sweeter. Was, it but was, I wasn't quite sure why. Uh, it was Labor's well, yeah, birthday. So wait, it we did were say celebrating promo code Labor yeah. Day, all in word. I don't know what it is, uh, but it's, it's uh, long. Uh, so that's good. Um, yeah, it was nice. We had a three-day weekend because of labor. I also Thanks, know labor. that summer ends because it says fair, say farewell to summer with its hot deal. So that's apparently that's the end. Summer's over now. Oh, mm. is it the end? Is this the end of the summer? When is the end of summer officially? Uh, I, it's not. I mean, like there's you know there's like feeling summer and there's like you know there's thinking summer. Thinking summer right. is like yeah. I mean, it's it's like 140 in LA, so it's hard to think like oh summer's going away. Mm. Time to get those sweet. Even though people are rolling out all the yeah. fall flavors, and I'm fine with spooky fall flavors. I like it. I'm excited for spooky fall. Spooky, spooky fall. fall. Best fall. Yeah. I'm. I was just thinking today. Are we going to be able to, given our current movie game, is someone who's in charge that week going to be able to steer this into a spooky movie for October coming up for Spooky mm. Month? 
That'll be I, fun to find out. Can we manage spooky and still stay within I would the hope game? So. Um, oh, and also, uh, I hope so too. I'm hoping to get the rock in there because it's still going to be the Rocktober. I know. Is there going to be a rock movie? So much to find out. Um, um, the, uh, well, that's I some pretty two, good I news. You learned also, some good stuff there. If, if you want two more, okay, yeah, please keep so going. The, I want more donut news. So I, there's one that says the sweetest fundraiser for your school. So uh, it says raise dough, you know, with mm-hmm. like the you know dough uh, sure. for your school. Yeah. Uh, so I now know also the school is probably back in session and and you know probably massively underfunded yep. in America. So those are two things. Yeah. <laughs> um, this is the hard hitting newsletter that tells you all about the underfunding of schools in America. Um, yeah, it's this, you know they they have to you know to get the. You know, the eyes on there, but the subtext is deep. It goes, you have to, you know, kind of read into well, it. Well, yeah, you if you get want to get truth. your, if you, when you sign up for the fundraiser, you have to use uh, promo code, the problem with federal block grants. <laughs> um, the last bit I got is also treat churro self to our new churro dough uh, collection. Uh, so there's churro uh, donuts, which are kind of like three donuts, like kind of linked together, mm-hmm. I would say. Um, Mm. Like like Olympic rings yeah, or like yeah, I mean, three, but yeah, basically that. I mean, I can't see what's in the middle if there's holes or not because uh, it's all like uh, it's got cookies mm. and cream. It's got uh, you know dulce de leche on top. Looks very good, but uh, sure. uh, so I don't know. Maybe this is more of like a um, uh, maybe a more multicultural future. I guess. And uh, actually, wait, is I actually do think it is. Um, there is like a a month. Uh, let's see, is it? Latino, yeah, Latino Heritage Month. I think is actually starting soon. I don't know if it's what they're doing this for or not. That starts on September fifteenth. Right. Well, this has been excellent. I'm glad to get caught up on the donut news. Thank you to our interpreter reporter and for the good folks at Krispy Kreme, who are letting keeping mm. you informed of all the world news. Okay, one of the news I wanted to do. Um, I feel like I get the impression that Anthony's the only one who's going to be able to answer this question, but I, I'm, I'm never going to, I'm not going to participate in either one of these. So I just want to know, though, just from your opinion, are you House of Dragons or Rings of Power? Are you Houses <laughs> or Rings? Where do you fall, Anthony, on the giant budget yeah, high one, fantasy streaming it, shows? It's funny because I get the feeling that maybe none of us care except for Anthony. And what if Anthony mm. says, oh, I like both? Yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I'm kind of watching both right now. You are watching uh, both. Are they both good? <laughs> oh, no. So I, uh, yeah, I mean, I watched the first two episodes of uh, Lord of the Rings, Rings of Power. It's very very expensive looking maybe yeah. the mo- literally Ooh. the most expensive tv show ever made it looks like the most expensive tv show ever made um i wasn't super hooked into the the uh, first two episodes but i'm going to continue watching it i uh i'm a big uh tolkien fan i really yeah. like this universe and world he built um i do um you know i i think it's really interesting especially because they're running back to back to have them as something to juxtapose every week, I think is going to be fun, especially because I think one of the, you know, minus the sort of like shitty culture war, the worst people on the internet are furious with rings of power because like, Oh my God. Elves of color or whatever. Yeah. And you know, then, you know, it's not like this white paradise. Look, Tolkien didn't, you know, create the Lord of the Rings. Uh, to be like an all-white paradise. That's what Portland was created for. All right? Yeah. And, right. yeah. That, uh, has changed over time. But I feel like, I think maybe, I think Tolkien has the right to do what J.K. Rowling is, did, which is like 30 years later, announced that one of the characters was black and she just forgot to mention it. Or, or <laughs> what about this? What about Tolkien is probably going to be around for a long time. We can re, we can do whatever we want with it. It's ours. Yeah. He's dead. <laughs> 
we're in charge. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Even if he, yeah. if, let's say someone digs up some piece of paper that's that where it's like Tolkien is saying some like, you know, yeah. messed up stuff that we don't agree with. It doesn't matter. And and we've won. He lost. Yeah, and you know what I mean? Because while he was this... alive was a I very wanna... avid anti-racist, right? He was really, yeah. really against the prototype in South Africa. He he spoke out about a lot of things. He you know, really talked about how he thought racism was bad and ignorant and all this great stuff. And I, I think so. So besides the sort of shitty culture war stuff about it, one of the things I'm really enjoying about Rings of Power is how Tolkien-y it is, especially mm. when you compare it to like Game of Thrones and sort of modern fantasy, which is like very grounded. It's very gritty. It's all shades of gray, right? <laughs> you know, there are no good guys. There are no bad guys. Everyone's kind of in the middle. And one of the things I really am enjoying about Rings of Power is how like I, Tolkien-y good and bad are two stark wildly different things there are good guys who do good mm, things there are right. bad guys who do bad things and never the twain shall meet right it mm -hmm. is very much like classical fun mythic storytelling which i am curious how people will get to and like if people will be able to like actually enjoy that by modern standards where everything especially something like game of thrones i mean they like marvel so... movies so they'll probably yeah. be down yeah. You know? Yeah, and I wonder, like, I really do think, like, especially, you know, with the modern TV landscape, which I'm a big fan of, I, you know, I think we've had a lot of great, really interesting characters over the last 20 years of television. But one of the big like trends has been this, like, anti-hero, gray hero, right? From, like, the Tony Sopranos to the Walter Whites. Mm -hmm. um, you have, like, you have very few people who are just good people doing good things and i think that that's not a bad thing to have that on television if anything it's actually kind of nice to be able to turn something on and know it like oh this is like the heroes are gonna do good stuff because it's right because that's just like who they are i mean that's part like, of the fun of any genre to. fiction is that you a lot of genre stuff is like look we're gonna simplify some of the morality so that you can follow along with this magic bullshit we made up mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and i kind of like that about it yeah i do think I, the episode is, is, is this like oh. all of a sudden fantasy is like the thing again is this or is it just a coincidence these two things are happening at the same time well no i don't know if you heard about this um alex but there's a show called game of thrones that was well, literally the biggest show that's that ever existed over. on TV. That yeah. show's over. So first of all, that show was over a few years ago, and now there's two at the same time. It a thing and make yeah. it happen, so that's, that's why. Yeah. Right, especially at a billion yeah, dollars per episode. Yeah. I mean, like, you have, like, Will, you have Will of Time, you have Sandman, you have uh, New Game of Thrones spinoff, you have all this stuff. I mean, it's the same way, like, when Lost was the biggest show ever. For years after Lost, you just had things like Lost, right? There was so many shows that tried to do what that did and game of thrones being not just as big as lost but way bigger game of thrones is literally like the biggest thing that's happened in tv in decades right and so people realize that there's you know there's money in them hills mm -hmm. those fantasy hills yeah. so that's where so we're poured money now, on those you know? hills yeah. and we're just like i'm like kind of excited i think we're like we're kind of cool. going into a golden age of high fantasy television which isn't like my favorite genre of TV. Um, I do think Rings of Power is all right so far. I'm not a huge fan of the way it's been directed uh, and some of the editing choices. I just don't think John Bay A. Boyega, the director of the first two episodes, is necessarily that great. He's kind mm. of just doing a bad Peter Jackson impression a lot of sure. the times, I feel. Sense and I wish it had piece. more of its own aesthetic identity and sort of like visual flair. Um, yeah. 
And, you know, they still didn't give dwarf women beards, which is like, come on, man. What are we even doing? Here? I like that. Of it's all this... the things to be upset about as like a perfectionist is like, stop making the dwarves so hot. I think that is a fun one. I, that's, no, I think they could yeah, be hot with beards. Hot sure, sure. sure. Don't make them so clean shaven, yeah. for sure. Yeah, I just think that's a very, like, we finally get dwarf and women. I'm glad we're having, like, great people of colors in these roles and all this. And I, like, I think there's a lot of little changes that they're doing to kind of monitor, like, changing stuff to make it more visually appealing to certain people. But I just think we finally get a chance to show dwarf women. And yeah. we don't have them have beards. And it's just I such... A fucking travesty. Can I? Okay, I want to just really quick before we move on. I want to bounce off you. One of my spicier takes um, that you just reminded me of Hunter when you said we don't have to give a shit what Tolkien thought. Here's okay. Here's my take: is I think as a species we should never take into consideration your wishes for what will happen after you die. Yeah, oh. yes. But we should Absolutely. always pretend like, that we're going to. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Like we should we should pretend we're going to take it very seriously for everybody. And then right. as soon as you die, we do whatever you... we want. Right. If you're like, don't bury me this way, I don't give a shit. You're gone. This is for oh, us yeah. now. Exactly. We're gonna do it. But while you're alive, we gotta be like, yeah, whatever you say, we're gonna take this so seriously. I've already got the playlist you requested, and as soon as you die, throw the playlist away. You'd know have our own parties. That yeah. like yeah. if you've ever seen anyone die, you'd know that your humans are not to be trusted about this, then I know that's the okay. tricky part is like yeah. how you suspend your disbelief when everyone's play, telling you they're gonna take you seriously and then time. they don't. When you've been on both the other side. Yeah, every so you have to constantly be saying to people, no, but for You're real different. this time. Yeah, but for you, well, it's different. No, no, no. With you, we actually will care. And then never, ha- it's like 100% of the time, like Lucy in the football, like 100% of the time, we will not give you what we said we're going to. But you're dead, so you see, don't know. I think if that had happened with Tolkien, I actually wonder how different the sort of cultural landscape would be because Tolkien had the complete 180 opposite of that. He had Christopher Tolkien, his son, who not yeah. only did exactly what he thought his dad wanted, but was even more extreme in what he thought his dad wanted. Like, Way too the extreme. sole reason why mm. we are getting Rings of Power now is because Christopher finally died a few years ago, right? Well, like, I thought they had already negotiated it before he died because he died in like 2020 or something. They uh, were already moving yeah. on this stuff before. Yeah, before he died in 2020? Died. No, Christopher Tolkien. Oh, baby Tolkien. Tolkien. Tolkien, yeah. Christopher Tolkien yeah. was the guy who finished and published a bunch of his dad's stuff was the arbiter of the Tolkien estate, famously right. took every opportunity he could to shit on Peter Jackson's movies and talk about how they butchered his <laughs> oh, dad's Oh, man, we would have gotten along really well. Yeah. Um, yeah. And he, he, made the, he made the rights really complicated as far as, yeah. like, like, you couldn't just have the rights to, like, all the Middle-Earth world. They were kind of all, like, split up awkwardly that made it, uh, mm. I would say, very difficult. And, and I was always really curious as to what they had the rights to for this show, and I still don't really know. Yeah, I'm honest. not sure either. Yeah, it's like a handful of random things and yeah, not what yeah. you think they would be. Okay, well, yeah. then well they that's, also that have did the... not actually land as harshly as I thought. You guys kind of were okay I mean, with that. I'll be so, dead. Yeah. So, yeah. Okay, yeah. cool. Um, well, we're going to keep moving. Give it a watch. I'd be interested if you guys yeah. watched the first two episodes, yeah. what you thought of it. I don't it's, think it's I'm going to watch fun. Dragons because I did not like Game of Thrones. I, did watch, but... I watched the first episode of Dragons. It was gross it was way too gross for the first episode for the pilot yeah, i don't need that yeah. I, this, this is what i've heard is that it's a little gross and rings of power is a little slow to start and neither of those are my favorite thing but i'd rather time. go slow than so gross. get some grossness yeah put them on we'll monitor yeah. it i like yeah. that all right that's how i'll do it i'll try that out all right let's move on we have a very important <laughs> movie to talk <laughs> about in segment two all right 
segment two, the game. As you know, we're playing a year-long movie-watching game where we took the art of making a podcast about a movie every week with homework and turned it into a sloppy tabletop game that no one can follow. It's called Kevin Bacon's Exquisite Corpse. And each week we have to move from one movie to another using a Kevin Bacon-style connection with an actor in common. And if you, the person who picks can lead you to the movie they've picked before for points, they get points except this month where no points are awarded. Yeah, it's over two now. Because of a power card. All right. Um, so this week we watched Chances Are. That was just me pausing. <laughs> you you your podcast broke. I just lost you, my place in the notes. You can't. No, no, no. You cannot remember the title of this movie. Chances it's are, so boring. <laughs> your brain will not hold talk. it. What you, I, I've had what to I look do it up like, like five times. What I do like about the title is I love when a movie, the title is literally the first word spoken in the do movie. You know, this song was a top 10 hit. Like they wrote the song for it with Cher. It was a oh, top yeah. I'd heard this song before. Yeah. yeah. It was nominated for Best Original Song, right? The song wait, at the end of the movie? Chances, wait, no, the, song. the song from the end, not like the old oh, yeah, 50s yeah, yeah. I know song Chances from the are. beginning. Yeah. yeah. Okay, what's the song but, at the end? The song with Cher at the end of the movie. Oh. Like the credits song? Yeah, yeah I mean, well, it plays over like the final all. sequence, like the oh. wedding and stuff. Totally forgot yeah. about it. Well, anyway, so Chances Are is the 1989 American rom-com directed by Emile Ardolino. Um, who you may know is the director of Dirty Dancing and Sister Act. Um, nice. It's also written by Perry and Randy Howes, the Howes Bros. Um, Hasbro's? Hasbro's? Anyway, um, also... I think the, they're sisters. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Perry and Randy are both girls' names in this case? Oh, that's a bummer for me. I'm so sorry, both of you. I'm so sorry, Howes sisters. Do you know I mean, for sure? It's said in the, in, the, in the trivia part, um, which seems trustworthy enough. I should not have trusted that. I'm so sorry. You're right. You're very right. I'm the worst. Okay. Well, congratulations. Let me tr- go back then. Um, I just wanted to do a Hasbro joke. Um, anyway, it's written by Perry and Randy Howes, the Howes sisters, who also wrote Mystic Pizza. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, it's starring Robert Downey Jr., though we did not travel through him. We've been having kind of an RDJ heavy month. Um, yeah. It's also starring Sybil Shepard, Shooter McGavin, and most importantly, for our purposes, Kathleen Freeman, who was in our movie last week. Oh yeah, that's yeah, how we got here. I forgot. Oh, yeah. You might, you might remember Kathleen uh, from last week. Kathleen is she's the old lady, right? She was the old rich lady. She was super fun in this movie, and I her like the first sentence of her mm. Wikipedia is like, in a career that spanned more than fifty years, she portrayed acerbic maids, secretaries, teachers, busybodies, nurses, and battle axe neighbors almost invariably to comic effect, which is a great summary of a career. Like she yeah. plays yeah. like real interesting characters and she's fun. So yeah. I'm glad we it got to go by Kathleen. Kind of a very rude gag with her in it. That wasn't super necessary. There's a little I bit of yeah. to it. Yeah, that's fair. A yeah. um, little rude, a little this, rude. I this, this was picked by Hunter. Who hates Hunter, us, huh? Why did you choose? Chances are as our movie this month. I'm playing the Wait. game. All right. <laughs> I'm trying to get to somewhere. All right. I got a shot here. Maybe. All right. So we had to put up with this movie. Okay. Because I'm just playing the game part. Right. I don't care about the movie mm. part. Movie part okay. sucks. Sometimes people. So Anthony mostly is movies over games and you have gone both ways. But this week yeah. you are all game. No movie. Well, I want to get to my movie. It's been so long. It's been yeah. forever. And well, I'll and, do whatever it takes. And the point. gambit here, mm. which we'll come back to in a second, is that Hunter was the last pick of this round, which means it's time to redraw order for next month. And so if Hunter gets drawn again, 
he can complete his mission or, or is there one no. more I, I if i if i'm first spot or second spot i can probably get it done because with second spot i can just say hey so and so you pick this movie and then i'll pick mine so there is one more step in yeah. the middle though there's one step in the middle between my movie and is and it a good one. movie or not a good movie hard to know i don't know it, it oh, looks like it, it's is good. it a it's movie like, movie or is it a game movie uh well it's a collection <laughs> of uh short films <laughs> okay but it's um, three of them and it was released in cinemas sure okay fair enough um for those of you who have not seen chances are which chances are chances are you haven't um uh oh, chances aren't that, um, that from the podcast please <laughs> yeah, the don't approach that the there. if it helps i only just thought of it as i was saying it i didn't uh-huh. plan that because it's too dumb if i planned it but it works That's for okay. improv um so let me give you the summary in four bullet points because it's a pretty straightforward film okay Shooter McGavin and Sybil Shepherd are married and super duper in love, and also their friend Philip is in love with her too, but everyone's just cool with it. Um, Shooter dies jogging across the street when the light was red for some reason, but he's yeah. in the middle of so much shit. He's so busy because he just found out he's expecting a child. He just proved a, to the that a judge is on the take from the mob that he refuses. Mm. He simply he, will not take dead for an answer. He refuses to stay dead, so he rushes he out of heaven. Proof. There must have been a, a cut plot line that, like, the mob found out oh, he had yeah. that photo and killed him. I like that. Right? Yeah, like, I, that's, that's gotta be it. This is a loose thread for sure because it it it's so weird that he's like at first very patient, and then is like, "Aha, my turn!" and then doesn't look at the oncoming yeah. car right there. That yeah, and look, thought somebody, that maybe that was a murder. I don't know. As, as somebody who's been hit by two cars oh, in my life, oh, uh, me too. Oh, um, I don't think that would have killed him. Uh, I also thought that yeah, was like unbelievable I mean, at all. It did it not need, look like anything. Yeah, it needed I mean, to it be hurt, more of a Micho Black situation to uh-huh. really drive home how much possibly. This was kill I mean, the guy. I would say hands down, if there was like a an Oscar for best ever. Uh, practical effect of a person getting hit by a car or whatever like best car hit effect is micho black by a lot that yeah, was that an incredible impractical, by the way the well, micho was black, that was, Sorry. yeah that was not i, I was all. just trying to figure out the name of this award was but the best ever person hit by car effect special oh, effect yeah. was micho certainly black. the most memeable it is definitely yes. the most memeable car hit in the history of <laughs> cinema which is an achievement yeah, it was an incredible achievement. This one was fine. Um, but anyway, so he refuses to stay dead. And it turns out the rules of this heaven are that if you want to go back, fine, <laughs> go for it. It's up to you, man. We're, we're pretty chill. Um, you just have to start out as a baby in Cleveland. And yeah. so that's no, what he does. You have, to, you have to just be a real Karen about it. Go in, I know, the, it's speak so- to the manager, yell at them. Yeah, so there's two heaven them. employees we see. And they're basically like, look, sir, you're dead. And then he's like, I would like to speak to a manager and they're like, fine, you can be alive again. I mean, it's a, you can bully the employees of heaven. Also, who are the employees? Were they, did they live? And then they had to go to heaven and then just still work? Sometimes they can come to earth. I don't understand how that works. But not all the time. But yeah, it's not heaven. It's more of a, like a reincarnation processing plant, right? Well, that's the, kind of how I read thing, it. Yeah, I think that's probably fair. The only thing was that the employees had these like two inch thick crystal tablets as Those their were, like what? iPads. That was that shaped like the Ten Commandments. They looked a little biblical, is what I was going to say. Yes. Yeah. So, and also the movie does have a couple of other religious things later. So it sort of, to me, implies yeah. like a Christian reincarnation, which is strange. But it's not. It's not standard. You don't get reincarnated uh, incarnated normally. It's just only if you're a real piece of shit customer. But then. Even then, they have to give you a memory wiping shot, but the guy who's working is not great. So he forgets. 
he had one job, yeah. forgets to do it. So uh, Shooter McGavin goes back to Earth as, as a baby with some memories. 22 years later, he's now living inside Robert Downey Jr.'s body along with the cocaine. The two of them are pumping through his veins. And while mm, together, uh, yeah. hanging out in Washington, D.C., and while he's there, he bumps into his former wife, former best friend, and current daughter. All of his memories come flooding back, and he's able to tell his former wife who he is, and she, um, in some sort of strange uh, fantasy of what marriage is, has decided to not move on to the extent where she has been like, feeding like making food and feeding it to the headshot of her husband like an egyptian pharaoh and then um anyway so he convinces her not quickly but eventually yeah, convinces well her either. that he, he is by doing this through there's there's a trick you have one trick if you're like hey i'm a time traveler i'm somebody else in the body you, there's a trick it's the trick you say here's a thing that i couldn't possibly know and the person's like oh my god it's you and he's like for the first 10 scenes they hang out he doesn't even bother and then later he's like oh wait i'll do by, the trick by the now. way and then guys, all of a sudden i recommend anyone who's in like a, a relationship or you know just has friends whatever establish what that phrase is beforehand and you'll you'll cut out a lot of uh time later on when classic, it actually happens this sure. is a classic sure. houdini i think right he told his wife that he like they have a secret passphrase that if anybody ever because there was like he was like into busting medium so they had a passphrase that was like if i if this really exists the medium will tell you this code and that's how you'll know it's me and she tried it about like that, that never happened. as, as in also where it's like like i spent my last 10 years debunking this in case i've wasted my life though and this is real <laughs> contingency plan well the harder part though, she kept forgetting the passphrase because they had to reset it every year after she died or after he died. So anyway, mm. um, passphrase. And it was cap sensitive, uh, so yeah, that yeah. was really yeah, she was always, you know, like, the medium was always like, I can't tell if this is a zero or an O. But anyway, um, this will come up in your uh, newsletter next month when Krispy Kreme tells you that it's Cybersecurity Month with some sort of lock shaped donut. Anyway, so uh, he's running around in, in Downey Jr. He convinces Sybil that he's. He's uh, her husband in this child's body. And that does one thing and one thing only. It doesn't bring back a flood of memories. It doesn't overwhelm her with the emotion of seeing her husband again. It exclusively makes her horny. It makes her so unbelievably horny and nothing yeah. else. And so she's like, great, let's not talk. Let's have sex right now in the kitchen, in the living room, like in front of the picture window. Classic rom-com, awkward situation. Um, oh, also, as a hey. weird side note, his daughter is also in love with him. Um, yeah. And, uh, and Philip is still in love with Sybil. So you could say comic situations unfold. Although they love yeah. her, her um, She was in the uh, <laughs> sexual, sexual yeah. prime of her life, right? She was. I, and, I agree. I just And, I'm, and look, she hasn't gotten laid in 23 years. I, all she that is great. I just feel years. like two conversations yeah. and then you get horny i just feel like there's other things first and then horny and she was just like oh you're back i always knew you would be and i've been saving this for you and then just ready to go anyway um uh meanwhile uh philip is still in love with sybil um and so and then he gets a uh pretty major concussion and then oh, yeah. really not and that, good and not that good. shows that robert downey jr that actually philip is better um, and so then Robert Downey Jr. also has a major concussion and his concussion while he's knocked out in the hospital, the angel finally has a second to come back, give him the shot that he's been neglecting for not just the time he ran out of heaven, but for 22 straight years. He's oh, forgotten yeah. to give this guy the shot. Finally comes yeah. back just after right. he's told a bunch of people, gives yeah, him the shot. Sense. He forgets everything. And then 
Robert Downey Jr.'s character is like, cool, I'm going to have sex with this girl who we all know is his daughter. And uh, then everybody is okay with that. Yeah. yeah. And that's the real, you know, ending. the key to yeah. the end of this movie is that both his best friend and his ex and his former wife, both of them know with a hundred percent certainty that this is him reincarnated and that he is in love with his daughter and they are just yeah, chill as hell as about that. The movie was yeah. like, Hey, the problem with this is that he's aware of it and we're going to fix that. And then there's no other problems that we need to address. Yeah. 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 Uh, and I don't, I don't know who was the best man at your guys' wedding, but it was definitely <laughs> a dude 23 years I, younger I, than you who you met six well, days ago, so, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the best man at your wedding. Also, yeah, Anthony. Yeah. The guy who tried to fuck have you a lot of other friends. Uh, the 23-year-old kid, yeah. Yeah. Um, who was right. in the middle of having sex with your current wife when he passed her off to you. Yeah. Right. It's a very just, strange okay. situation. I, I got to note something for the show because um, that was, I just want to say that of the five, the, the five second summary aspect of the show it's is not I five feel seconds, like five point, but yes, whatever it, it, it's the part of the show where Alex does his dirtiest work. <laughs> he, he, he will, he rigs it. He rigs the story. He doesn't Mixes portray in. it fairly. Okay. Almost right. always, almost every single time. This is true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's because uh -huh. he's getting that payola first... from yeah. the big movie company. I do. I got right. the mob money. I just want to say, for the first time ever <laughs> that I can remember, I have Completely no accurate. notes for that summary. That is exactly <laughs> what the movie was yeah. with the bullet. There's no notes. Okay. Yeah. I appreciate that, Hunter. I it's very kind of you to say. I think they're always pretty fair, but this one also. Um Yeah. I love one of my favorite things in movies is when they have to like give someone like a idiosyncratic thing so that somebody else can recognize them in right. a different oh, yeah. reincarnated. Like, yeah. And, and the wilder they are, the more I enjoy them. Like, to me, like the number one with a bullet is in Face Off. The way John Travolta's character rubs his dirty hands down people he loves his face. Yes. And that's yeah. how they know it's him. You know yeah. that thing that literally nobody has ever done? Or well, nobody does do. something no one would ever do. That's yes. how you recognize it's him. If it's like two out of three men like to rub a gross hand yeah. down your face, it wouldn't be recognizable. A, a it, is, it is so uh, insane. Harry Potter has a good one also movie, where it's like this like, tongue-looking thing in the fourth movie where it's like... Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. Look in the corner of your mouth. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that's weird. But that that the face one has definitely always been the weirdest. But, but I the think one in this, this movie is where is he the puts, way he puts salt on his hand like he's doing gonna snort it off his the back of his hand. He puts it yeah, on like he's doing right. a bump of salt and then pours it onto the corn. Yeah, and that well, he like pours it into a closed fist. Oh. So he can like like, oh, like it's into the fist. I thought it was onto yeah. the back of his hand. Okay, so he puts it into no. his fist like he's like a magician putting a handkerchief yeah, yeah. in there and he's yeah. gonna use his fake thumb to make it like disappear. Yeah. Like he's doing poet magic, poet playing craps with the salt is what he it's, does. He it, it's brilliant. I love that you I, I hadn't thought of that, but that's a that's a great genre that I'm not gonna pay close attention to in movies. Yeah. It is always so weird when you have to come up with something, and whoever came up with that deserves to be in jail. That's what I would say. Whoever came up with this is his recognizable thing. I like it. And then it. when she sees it, that's not even what triggers that it's him. She sees it like, oh, that's weird. But a lot of guys do that. No, they don't. No. Like, that's no, the moment when yeah. she was like, oh, this is my husband coming back from the dead. 
Because he also does the fucking weirdest thing I've ever seen. I've asked him to stop doing it. I say it embarrasses us whenever we go out to dinner with our friends. You do the fucking salt hand thing. Uh, But no, here's what I want to say. I want to talk about this right up top. I am. I was kind of interested in these characters and this premise. I like the choices they make every time is like so different from what I think a human would do. Mm-hmm. And every step of the way, like I mentioned, like they're like, oh, you're my ex-husband. Let's start kissing instead of like, let's process that. Like the afterlife is real and all the right, other stuff. Right. Um, immediately just in a kissing. But also like he's at this party. They met him five minutes ago. And then the daughter's like, I think I'm in love with him. And then he's like, hey, I've gone through all of your China. I know where all of your fanciest things are. And they're like, oh, that's so silly. Do you want to live here? Like <laughs> every step of the way, they're just completely wild choices. But this premise the like he was in a hurry he got sent back into a baby's body and he finds them and then the, and he doesn't even know it's an accident and the memories come flooding back like there are par- maybe i just want to watch those other ghost rom-coms you're talking about because i was mm-hmm. more than i expected to be because we read the premise last week and i was very upset i was like almost here for this and i also felt like they said enough things early on where they're like oh the mob thing is in the background he took that picture oh what's right. gonna happen with the mob and the judge and like Oh, he's uh like, is Philip going to actually say something? Oh, maybe it's going to be that Philip was actually the father of this child. Like there were several places where I thought it could go interestingly, but him just being like, oh, I forgot I was your dad. And then everybody being cool with it. It's, it's just not horrific. what I was expecting. And at all. If you really think about mm. like what, what it's like for the mom, I think to like the, the sociopathic yes. mom, yes. I think at this point. Insane. Yes. I just, insane. So she knows that you used to have all of the memories of her ex or of her former husband. Her deceased I mean, husband. even even, but you forgot them today. Well, she doesn't even know if they're gonna come back. Like they might be like, like dating for six months, and then he's gonna be like, "Wow, you look super familiar." Here's the fun thing about this: mm. like, even if you like get rid of that, where it's like, "Look, this was never my old husband." Like she still was hooking up with him. <laughs> like it's still like a Mrs. Robinson kind of situation where it's like this is important information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For your where she's like. Yes, totally, totally. Uh, also, just the idea that she was like my husband's soul in this child's body, right, is going to be fun for me. Like, we're just going to pass that off. People are going to yeah, be okay with that. Fine. There will be no issues weird. with that. Yeah, very weird, very, very strange. Uh, I all of the implications of this movie are super wild. Um, just one of my favorite little things. I love the implications of the way heaven is set up in this, or like heaven's waiting room, or whatever where everybody is the age that they died because the implications of that are pretty wild where it's like, if you are like a rock star, you live fast and die young, you show up in heaven and it's just almost exclusively old people. Like you went to the symphony or something. Oh no. Um, Mm. Also, if you like live longer, it means you're like less fun in heaven. The longer you live, the more awkward your body is going to be in heaven. Or if you die very, very young, you're just like, oh, I didn't learn words yet, so I don't get any words in heaven. Like, mm. it, like the implications of heaven this way are so, so weird. Uh, also, like, because, like, Shooter dies young, right? Shooter McGavin dies young, gets hit by a car. Sybil lives much longer. So let's say her and Philip get together. They die in their late 90s, Titanic style, holding hands as a boat sinks. They both go to heaven. Now her young former husband is there. He is still in love with you, but you've got your old ass husband and you are old. Yeah. Are you still together in heaven? I mean, every part of this is so weird. This is classic heaven dilemma stuff, man. This is. Yeah. This is what, you know, people. Well, I was having these conversations when I was 10 going to church every week. Who? who, Seeing the way heaven works. And 
I think the main thing with heaven we got to talk about is the prop department in this movie. <laughs> really, oh my God. It that, that, no. The syringe that is like a spring on oh, okay, a okay. thing no, of no, no. hair jail. Okay, okay, okay. Whoa. First of all, the props in heaven are on my list of Alexis to compliment of tiny compliments for later because I love that orange glowing thing. Second of all, that kind of giant spring loaded inoculation device is a real thing. That like you do there are Wait, like what? big gun type. That's even lazier. Yeah, this is a. It's it's well, it's modified to look heavenly, but it, like that kind of like for like when you like join the Marines and they just like, mm. line you up and just go shot, 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 and they give you all the things you didn't get as a kid. Like right. they have a large spring loaded syringe situation for giving lots of shots, and it looks okay. kind of like that. And then the glowing orange thing that you called hair gel, I think, is a great, cool goo to what use in that. Five favorite goo. I thought it was good goo. Mm. Favorite goo. I also loved the big clear tablets for their iPads. I thought oh, that was I a like cool that. new screen. I, like that okay. yeah. I also okay. like that Heaven was just like two desks and a fog machine. I thought it looked really <laughs> good very like for a low budget comedy. I thought it was pretty cool. I like that you can re-up. That you can just be like, I, I want to go again. Like it's some ride or something. But they don't yeah. tell you that. You have to specify that you'd like to go again. You have to ask. Yeah. It's a secret yeah, yeah, menu. Yeah, yeah, they won't just think, tell you about it. I think it's everyone like was going again. Yeah. He just yeah, skipped the line, great. right? Everyone yeah. eventually is being processed to go again. That's how it is. He just, you know. So I didn't get that impression. That's super interesting. I didn't okay. get that impression either. Because I got the impression the way they were checking him in that they were like, oh, you want to go back? Like yeah, yeah, it, like they were surprised. It's about like that. an option, but it's not a normal thing. But what's so funny about this is if they do wipe your memory and send you back, what did they send back? Yeah, a soul with no memories. So you're somebody else's body. You have that right. person's memories. Right. You have that person's physical. It's desire. It's like, the way you you eat yourself. Why would you choose to go back in that situation? That's it's my just question. The way you eat I actually, yeah. I'd be like, dude, dude, that's. I, I would rather stay me. You know what I mean? Because if you wipe my memories, it's like, what's the what's the point? Yeah, I mean, maybe but, there's I mean, some physical guys, things ingrained, uh, but this is like going into a kid's body. So you're like, yeah. there's no parts left of your soul. You're literally just like, like dissecting what the concept of reincarnation is. That's exactly what the whole thing is, is that there's something more oh, yeah, intangible sure, sure, sure. to you. Look, and no, I know no, no, you saw the logic of the movie, yeah. because if you present it like, oh, it's some choice yes. I get yes. to make. Yeah. That's weird. I, I understand reincarnation if that's just the law of the land, if that's how it works. Yeah. Sure, totally. And in fact, maybe I'm even kind of into that. But yeah. I'm not into, oh, uh, let me fill out this form. Maybe you get to go back now because well, yeah, I just no. don't know why you would do that. I've I, always hated when they're like, they give you a choice of yeah. what you want to go back as because before, let's say, 1995, no one would choose to go back to like a lot of the people who are disenfranchised and oh, in really yeah, bad totally, conditions totally. throughout well, and in fact, this does, history. One of, one of the low like, points of this is that there's a brief joke, series of jokes, where they're like, heaven is a little bit racist. Where they're like, do you want to go back to this group? And he's like, nope, never. Oh, God. Everybody like, has a hearty <laughs> laugh about how weird it would be right, to go be yep. a person from that country or whatever. No, you're this, totally right. Yeah. The weird it, racist heaven. Also, he was so set on this game reincarnated in D.C. as if like he wouldn't be able to figure out how to take a train at any point like in his lifetime. Yeah. 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 Well, I mean, he didn't want to be in Cleveland for obvious reasons, but. Right, right, right. Yeah. Um, yeah I, I, so I, I agree with that. I think. I, so first of all, uh, Anthony, I'm glad that you solved the philosophy of religion when you were 10. Some of us are just getting around to it. Um, but I do think this, I've not thought a lot about a re reincarnation this way. And this is a super interesting version of it where you have no memory at all. Mm. You're not, I, I was led to believe that reincarnation had some sort of like, if you 
do well, you get to do better in your next life. There was like an improvement system, but this is just yeah, whatever is convenient and happening at the moment. And you don't, and I was also led to believe that with reincarnation, you like some part of you knew, and this is like, no, we wipe your memory. But I also love the implication that in heaven, your soul will would like to remember but they invented a goo at some <laughs> yeah, point yeah, yeah. Heaven hasn't always had this yeah, goo yeah, but they got the yeah. technology to wipe your brain and now they do it well what do you think they're like inoculating is it like with weaker dead versions of other memories so that your body knows mm. how to fight them off is that what yes, they're inoculating yeah, that's, that's exactly how it works yeah it's like the polio <laughs> well, yeah, vaccine for memories vaccine, if not that yeah. yeah i think that's exactly right um while we're on things that i did kind of like my other alexis which my tiny compliment segment that i'm forcing on this show um i did like the bit in the elevator where he lies his way into the building by pretending to be a delivery man but then yeah. he's in the elevator and he just opens the bag and eats the croissant and the it, other yeah. people in the elevator are like just look at him weird and then there's nothing it's just a good gag of like oh that would be weird if the delivery man was eating the croissant and then put it it's back in the he's just, a delivery yeah, man is I a love... chef also i think like that they're doing both it seems like he was just yeah 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 i love the idea of like print media at its height in dc is portrayed as like a small office room in the corner of a building i thought that was like a cheap low budget thing yeah, mm. yeah, a lot of books. They had a lot of books. Yeah, a lot of books. I guess that looked like that looks like what print media was like in the eighties. I also there was also one. My favorite joke is that he goes to a book like a hippie bookstore and is like, "Do you know about reincarnation?" And she's like, "I'm Cleopatra." And then <laughs> later, when he's like, "I'm the I'm the dead husband," and Philip is like, "Oh yeah," and then I'm Cleopatra. Very good fun callback. Yeah, I like yeah. that. Surprised by that joke. That, I enjoyed that's that joke. another movie trope I, I always really enjoy is the, um, not the callback thing, but somebody is involved in anything supernatural, so they go to their local yeah. mystic bookstore. Yeah, and right, right. Person they meet <laughs> just happens to know exactly what's happening with them. Yeah. Um, that's another fun movie trope. I like yeah, it, especially fun. this way where it's like he gets the information that's actually accurate, but then he's like, oh, I don't want to be like you, yeah. and then leaves and ignores it. Can I Can I ask? I've never been to the Smithsonian in D.C. Oh, yeah. But does it suck as much as this movie portrays no. it to suck? No, I have never seen such an awful display <laughs> than what they build here. It's like a first ladies display, but they're not like wax models. They're mannequins with face paint on them. Yep. Uh, that don't look anything like the first ladies. They're not like in like little vignettes or little scenes. They're just posed around randomly. Yeah, no, no. Like it is remember, a store. You have to remember, Anthony, that in the movie, she is a curator at the Smithsonian, but she, no one wants to see the first ladies exhibit. So she has to do financial crimes to make it happen. So this wasn't like the normal way you make a good exhibit happen. This is like the like rebel museum lady. She's barely pulling it off. Right. Because she stole the money from the emergency fund, if you recall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which I yeah. think is funny financial engineering. Um, the, the Smithsonian is vast and parts of it. There's like whatever. It's like 30 mo movies or 30 museums. It's huge. And, uh, I think also free. Oh, that's nice. I believe it's free. There's yeah, some really free. nice parts of it. It is you already uh, paid for it. You already paid for your ticket. You paid exactly, for it every year. Exactly. Yeah. The um, last movie I saw that had a fucked up body swapping premise like this was Wonder Woman 1984. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. So it takes place in the Smithsonian. Yeah. That's oh, true. Or huge portions of it. This so movie, that was like a weird this, thing to think this about. This is more realistic than the version in Wonder Woman 1984, where they're yeah. like, oh, this just is bring in a fossil. And it's like this huge fancy glass lab. And it's like, yeah, it, that was too well, silly. I mean, I thought you meant the um, 
the body swapping supernatural thing. It's certainly more ethical in this movie than it was in 1984, <laughs> which was real fucked up. Yeah, in this that one movie. has some problems, but oh, yeah, not I quite that. Like, not the football I, um, stuff. Like uh, source code is another good example of that. Mm. I haven't actually watched this. I, were you telling me about? Who's telling code. me about source code recently? It's it's a source code's a pretty it's, solid it's, movie. It's a, you get a time loop and a body swap. It's good. Oh, fun. Okay. Yeah. Um, all right, we should wrap. This movie's not worth this long conversation. Um, I mostly just when I said I was excited to talk about, it, I wanted to talk about how old you are in heaven, because um, I think that's really interesting. Um, let's see a couple of other quick things I want to mention. Oh, every kiss is a little creepy. It's either your dad or it's somebody yeah. who you didn't know was the person in the room when you mm-hmm. came in the room, or it's like Philip blocks the door so you can't leave, or Alex kind of like wrestles oh, you a little a, bit. Like every kiss is more than a little a concerning. Yeah. Cause yeah. I watched the first like 20 minutes uh, with my wife and I was like, Hey, just give this movie a chance. Who knows? And, and we knew pretty quickly uh, <laughs> that was not good. Uh, but, but the fun thing is like when all three of them are alive uh, before, before shooter uh, McGavin dies, um, um, like best friend, Philip just like, like just gives trades up, like, you know, kisses on the mouth, like, uh, you know, uh, and, and like, Mark's mm-hmm. like, Oh, that's cool. They're like, you know, they're, they're like a, a thruple. Like, it's like, that's a fun way to resolve this uh, early on. There is a real thruple vibe yeah. to this. And I would be like, it would have been kind of interesting that would to be explore. Really easy. It's like, hey, it turns um, out like this is actually not a love triangle. This is like totally, totally workable. We all, all like each other. Great, we're done. Um, my other, my of all the unrealistic things in this, there are several. But one of them is that a picture of the judge receiving an envelope, and then they're like two days later in judge indicted. Which is like, photo. this was like a 22 year old env- photo and oh you're like God. we don't know what's in the envelope yeah. it could have been a birthday card but it's just that one photo is enough that a judge is like i got me i actually um, hilarious yeah i'm glad you 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 reminded me of that because i that was the maybe the only time in the movie i howled with laughter because i didn't think that they still did the like showing the newspaper roll thing and then the newspaper <laughs> spinning yeah. onto the screen yeah. thing yeah, and, yeah, that uh, by fun. that point so that was still a thing i guess also um philip gets knocked out an hour later, he is still unconscious. This is yeah. so concerning. This That's is not, not like, oh, he's sign. sleeping like a baby. No, <laughs> this is bad. And then, like, he's like, Phil- you know what he needs? He needs me to put him in my bed so that my ex-wife and trick my wife with him. In, yeah, because that's what she'll do. <laughs> it's yeah. a lot. It's a lot. All right, this is more yeah. than enough. Let's move on. Uh, first, though, we have, we have a lot of business to do today. So first order of business, we need to rank this movie in the season five master quality list. This is going to be a weird one. How, where do you put on the list of best movies of all time of season I, five? I think chances it has to be one worse than PJ. Cause this is like as forgettable, but still worse. I think that's right, fair. And I PJ think PJ has that ring gag. <laughs> PJ's yeah. got a good pin. <laughs> I actually think this is slightly better than PJ. Cause I have a couple well, of I gags. Know. I liked where PJ only had that ring death one. in PJ. Yeah. Subway yeah. Death yeah. PJ fucking owned. Yeah, there are a couple, so of, good gags. There's so a couple good. of good gags in this movie. It's like my favorite no. type of movie that isn't no. very good, where it's like not very good, and then there's like two scenes where you're like, whoa, what is going on? Like, yeah. yeah, That's my the, favorite type all right, of so, movie. So are we going to all pin this onto PJ? So we're going to say so PJ is right currently 24th, PJ. and yeah. Soylent Green is 25th. You you want to say 24.5, Hunter? I mean, actually, I'm really sympathetic to your Soylent Green is not that bad, and we did it dirty thing, so yeah. I'll put it below Soylent Green. Okay, so 25 and a half, but better What's than a girl character. Soylent Green? A girl with character, the, which again we did not hear any of the dialogue. Give me the, yeah, yeah, yeah. the movies till the end of the list after Soylent Green. So twenty four on is PJ Soylent Green, girl with character Shrek at twenty seven, and then twenty eight the Transformers the movie. This is can't believe you this is worse than Shrek. Shrek. You're right, better than Transformers. It's not worse than. <laughs> 
<laughs> yeah. Cultural impact of this I enjoyed it more than I enjoyed Shrek, actually. No. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I enjoyed so Shrek saying, more than this. I'm saying this is 27.5. Between uh, Transformers, yeah. Ezra, he, what do you think, think? Yeah, I think Anthony's won me over. This is worse than Shrek. It's like this, not as culturally important as Shrek. It, well, right, it's definitely Shrek not as culturally is, important. But where Shrek is is inaccurate because Shrek should have been number one. It's a I weird. Said it last yeah. thing, I'll continue it, to it say it should have been number one or last. We agreed on it that. Should have yeah. been number one I or last, and then you then we took the, the Psycho's Gambit yeah. and we put whoa, 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 Shrek whoa. somewhere whoa. on the list. Whoa, Hunter, Hunter, don't include me in this. I did right by Shrek. All right, you guys. Fucked it up, all right? Listen, I did it too. I also put yeah. it last. It's, it's I really hated the Transformers the movie. Okay, so what this did though, we just had a really interesting thing. So this ends up with 107 points. I put it below a girl with character, but ahead of Shrek, and that's where it ended up. 27, uh, with 26.75 total votes. So 27th place. Uh, chances are it's slightly better Correct. than Shrek. Um, all right. Next order of business. It is time. Well, normally at this time, we would ask what movie is next, but we don't have an order, so we have to redraw for round eight of the game. Come on. And previously, we've had some pretty similar. Anthony's been first four times out of eight or out of seven, um, and Hunter has been last five times out of seven. I've been using a digital drawing system, but now to reward the people who are watching this show on YouTube.com oh, slash Alex Falcone, I have a visual option now. So I have all four of our names are in this um, miniature Los oh, Angeles no, Dodgers helmet, me. which used to hold soft serve ice cream. And there are four names in here. And I'm going to pull. I knew I knew when I after I finished eating the soft serve, I was like, this helmet's going to come in handy later. And sure, it did as a visual. Oh, that one wants, that's, that's the winner, right? They are all four exactly the same size piece of paper. They all have our names in the middle. Can, and I cannot see any of them. So I'm going to pull. Before you yeah. do that, can I give you one last thing about chances are just something I had just yeah, yeah. noticed and I cannot stop thinking about this. On IMDb, when you go to the chances are a page and you look at the photos, there are four, seven photos from the movie, all in black and white for some reason. Mm -hmm. And then the last multiple pages of photos are just photos from the DVD menu. <laughs> photos of the scene selection, uh -huh. the language slash oh audio God. setup. Oh, interesting. The menu page. I love that. The splash screen. Why are there so many photos <laughs> of the DVD menu for and Chances What does that are... mean? Like, who yeah. did that? And yeah. why, so, what was their game? Somebody wanted like you to know there was a language that. menu. Oh why God. is wow. that All a right. thing? Wait, wait, wait. All right, we're going to pick wait, Before now. we move on, I just realized this. This movie is a horror. Like, like look at the storyline. So a reincarnated man unknowingly falls in love with his own daughter from his previous life. Once he realizes this, he tries right. to end the relationship before Angels erase his memory, and he fails. Oh, yeah, you're right. It's That's haunting. true. That's pretty yeah. horry. It's a tragedy. Just a slightly different musical choice. This is a, mm. a haunting film. Uh, the music was so bad, except for Cher. Mm, this is our... yeah. All right, so now we're going to pick the order. So I'm going to just draw names out of the helmet. Visual, if you're watching on YouTube, thank you so much. All right, here we go. Yes, 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 yes. Come the on. The first person next week is this piece of paper. Anthony. It's Anthony. So. No! Wait, really? It is Anthony. <laughs> Unbelievable. It is happening. It doesn't matter the system. Anthony is always okay, first. Okay. What are the odds? Like, oh, like one and eight? I do not want to be here this <laughs> oh, week. Oh, I do not want to be here. I'll, I'll trade you. It's on me. Wait, actually, oh, wait, 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 Okay, yeah, coming up next. Me. Hunter still thinks still he has a work. chance. If I'm One in three. Most people, actually. Next piece of paper. 
Come on. Okay. Oh my Ezra. god. We got a pick for you, Anthony. Wait, don't say anything. Don't say anything. Because we're gonna get cards no, that's too. A good point. Um, all right. Which this is. Uh, I actually would have scored, and then uh, Hunter is uh, third, which means I'm last. Which I have been once before, so that seems new at least. Um, dang, I really would have liked to have gone first because I could have gotten to my movie instead. And by the way, I put a little heart next to my name; it didn't help. Um, I, uh, I also. Oh, do you know how to cheat at these things? By the way, I didn't. But do you know how people cheat when oh, you do a you physical draw like this? Yeah, you warm or cool it. You put one in a freezer for a little while and then put it oh, in the right. freezer yeah, and yeah. grab. That's how you cheat. But frequent, I've heard people say the only reason you do a physical draw like that with ping pong balls or whatever, or yeah, is to uh, is to freeze one. Anyway, okay, no frozen balls because oh, um, I, did uh, I didn't need to. And it didn't help. But I could have gotten to my movie, and I was so excited. If it was me, I was gonna be like, Hunter, what do you need, buddy? And then you're gonna tell me the movie, and then I was gonna be like, Okay, but what if I just watched my movie for five points and didn't? What is your help? movie uh, again, Alex? Um, but I'm a cheerleader. Is my movie? Oh, it's um, a great movie. Great so movie. I'm excited to see. I'm also excited to see your movie, Hunter. I was just going to be interesting if I was first. Okay, now I um, did not want to be here this week. Did you guys do the Ugh. thing that I asked with your power cards? Wait, so what do we do? Yes, yeah, we did that, or I just, did it. Just, just write them down somewhere if you the ones you currently have and haven't used, just so that we know. Because I'm going to redraw okay. and it's going to put it over the other yeah. cards. Yeah. Last time you did this, it did not work on okay. the show, so I don't Can't know if wait. it's going to Can't work wait. this time either. Oh, right. I forgot the script stopped working. Um, okay, yeah. so um, let Thanks. me see. Good radio. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It went away. Well, uh, that's good. Well, that's because I just deleted it. Okay, nope. Script doesn't work anymore. Um, cool, cool. So we have to do this again <laughs> off the air. So you're, you're going to get your card after today, I guess? Um, okay. Uh, I, that'll work. Hmm. Anthony. That's fine. You go for it. Yeah. Okay, what's your move? Can you please, if you want to, uh, if you go to rush hour two, um, yeah, can you get there, um, via uh, Gianni Russo. And and then, and what, then what I will split points, what, what I, I would that? go after you and I would pick hero after that, and so I'd split points with you. And then, uh, actually, we could do a three way split actually because I'm pretty sure, no, 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 I. Th- well, wait, I think there's a movie in between Rush Hour 2 and this movie. No, no, no. Is that right? Directly to Rush Hour 2. So so Gianni okay. Russo was in uh, this and Rush Hour 2. Oh, you're right. Um, wow, that's so weird. Okay, the Oracle. Yeah, no, uh, I know. I had to like, I had to, like, Oracle uh, like go outside of the Oracle for this one. Um, okay. So then basically cool. then I would cool. pick All right. uh, Hero for mine and then um, Hunter. And then I can pick yeah. Happy together. And so we could do. Come on, Anthony. I, this is why I did not want to be here. Before you, please, Anthony, please. Before you do that, you have two new power cards. Oh, okay. It's been fixed. So you can go pick your card, look at your card, see if that changes anything. Um, but you should have new cards. So, um, I, I oh my god, I got a power cards. card that I like. You don't have new I cards, have new Anthony? Cards. No, up. I have. I have a weird thing when my unused card uh, changed names and then i have uh well that wait, should have no, been you have one hold that on that should have happened on. is you should have lost your old card no, no. and that's why i had it, you write it down it's in the wrong spot hold on one second give me a second hold on i'm trying to figure this out this is as always incredible radio um oh man this is gonna be confusing 
No, no, this is good. This is good. I think this is very dramatic now because we're going to see if the card changes whatever two move you were going to try to do with Ezra. Um, but everybody now, okay, and you keep your off, old cards. You're not throwing away your old cards, but you do. Um, yeah, okay. Okay. Okay, literally my, my two my codes are the exact same code. Um, no, they're not. Like they're different things, but no, they are literally the same idea in the same exact place. Yeah. Um, hmm? So here's the thing. Here's what do the you thing. think? Here's why I didn't want to be here. Because you guys had a lot riding this. I want to get I want to help you too. I want you to get to where you're going. But I don't want to watch another bad movie. I want to watch a good right. movie. This right. movie is not bad. It's not great. Rush Hour 2. Compared, Rush Hour 2. Rush Hour 2. Here's Rush Hour 2. Oh, okay. I'd watch that. Here's what I I I there's a lot of good actors in this movie we just watched that have I very good movies I haven't seen. Movie. No, no. I like Christopher McDonald. Here's the thing. So, here's the thing. If if because uh, here's here's my problem is is picking movies that uh, that feature people that don't speak English uh, just does not vibe on this show at all. So I yeah. I because it's it's literally I the movies that lead where i need to go are the same movies every time it's yeah. like three movies and we keep getting so close and actually rush hour 2 has been the movie like twice now yeah yeah so it's funny that just... we might actually take that path yeah i guess you could do eros the other but one here's the thing also. if you if you want me to stop picking bad movies on my turn then you gotta give me something here <laughs> yeah otherwise I know, I know, i'm just gonna I'm not, keep doing it i don't i don't want you to be picking bad movies my thing is i got very excited because i was like oh i've always wanted to watch paper moon which has mm, Ryan O'Neill in Ryan it. Ryan O'Neill, mm. yeah. And Tatum O'Neill. And it's supposed to be great. And I like Ryan O'Neill a lot. He's in one of my favorite movies all time, Barry Lyndon, which yeah. we did on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. And it's a great yeah. movie. Yeah, yep. it's pretty interesting. Great movie. I think about that movie but, a lot. So here's, here's what I'm seeing here. What, I, what, I, what I'm looking at. I'm looking at, all right, I'm not going to do that. I will just watch Paper Moon oh. on my own No, time. I think that's a good pick. No, 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 no. No, no, I just no. would like to also but, point out that we could yeah. go through Mary Stuart Masterton and get to the Stepford Wives, the original, which mm -hmm. I love. Yeah. I love the original Stepford Wives. Here's, 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 I have just one question for both of you, because the way I see it here, it's Ezra next and then Hunter. So I'm going to, I'm going to pick a movie and then I'm going to have two people dunk on me repeatedly no. over no. and over again. No, 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 no. Right? I'm not going to, no, 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 I'm not going to play just, like that. I just need to know. I just need to know. What's in it for me? What kind of... I'm tired of playing the movie, the good movie game. I want to play the game game. All right. What's all right. Yeah. Game? Game the game. Interesting. Daddy needs a taste. All right. Daddy. <laughs> what? 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 what, what points? I need. I need to. I need to hear the point totals real quick to figure yeah. out how much I want to bargain I'm, with with Anthony. Yeah. What are you guys? We're basically tied. Uh, no, we're not tied. I am in the lead. I said basically. Yeah. Uh, but yes, no. It's three elevens, and Ezra has twelve. That's what somebody not in the lead <laughs> says. We're basically done. That's, that's what a famous I mean, second place person says. Three of us have eleven. Yeah, 12, 11, 11, 11. Okay. Okay. So that's ten points that we have to play with collectively between me and Ezra. If wait, what? Wait. So your deal would involve getting to both yeah. of your movies? Yeah. Wow. Right, because I'm third yeah. pick, right? Is that right. correct? Yeah, yeah. yeah. We would, we yeah, would go. I, I would love to watch both of your movies. So I just need, uh, 
I need, I need you guys. What what? Wait, why actually, would you both be willing to from rush hour, rush hour two? two is Zeng Ziyi to hero? hero, and I go from there. We go. Oh yeah. To oh, as you as, right, Ezra, you picked another movie that was right next to Hunter's movie. Yeah. So what you're saying, you want Anthony to do a setup that gets you guys a back to back scoring yes. run. So. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's saying he would like a taste. So Anthony, of those ten points that you're enabling, mm-hmm. how many points do you think you deserve? I think, I think if you guys each promise me two points. Yeah, we'll oh my that. god! <laughs> Wait, so yeah, if you okay. guys each give him Works, two points uh, from this, and then that means you have three each, and you're just going to keep your three. You're not going to share them with each other, even though you're setting each yeah, other up. I think it's, that that seems fair to me. Okay, how about this? You each give me two points, and you each give one each each other one <laughs> yes, point. Even better. So it, it shakes up the yeah, same. No, I like that. That's my favorite. <laughs> But, uh, yeah. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sure, 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 sure. So we all, all basically right, collectively we'll... leave Alex behind. Yeah, it's not yeah. great for me. Yeah, that's that's all that happens there. But okay. Yeah. 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 This is not all an right. ideal situation for me. Um, I don't think I like you have it. A card that's gonna blow it up. I wish I did. Um, Thank God you don't. Uh, anyway, before um, that happens, I'm locking it in. Rush Hour Two. Brett Radno's magnum opus. <laughs> I can't wait to talk about that yeah, human yeah, fucking yeah. scumbag, Brett Radner, next I just, week. I just got so excited for the deal um, and then so unexcited when I realized what the deal entailed for this next week. <laughs> yeah, this yeah, is we two weeks in a row where we had two. to watch a, um, an other movie. But you know what? That's fine. I'm going to try to watch Paper Moon this week, and I'm going to tell you guys all next week why we should have watched Paper Moon instead you could of do it. Rush Hour 2. You could do it right now, Anthony. Great. You could just yeah. make that happen. Or yeah, you. I no. mean, you can. You can. No, no, I, no, no, I, because, I'm, I'm unconvinced Because here's that... the thing. Here's the thing. I want to see Paper Moon, but I want to see your two movies more. I haven't seen Heroes since it came out. I saw that in theaters opening weekend. Mm. I remember liking it. The only thing I remember from that movie is Wow the Colors. Yeah. And I got okay. a really nice... Um, 4K TV with HDR, and I bet it's gonna look real fucking good on my TV. So I'm gonna. Who is who is this move through again? By the way, so we're, so next week we're watching Rush Hour Two from 2001, and we're traveling via Gianni home? Russo. I have no idea. Gianni Russo, Gianni. who in this movie was do, 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 do. wait, where did I go? Uh, he's Anthony Bodino. He's the okay. mobster. Anthony Bonini. Um, so we're traveling through him. This guy's been a lot of stuff. Yeah, he's one of the. He's a he's a utility player here for sure. You said both um, Godfathers, and this is or, like, sorry, two, at least two Godfathers. At least two. Um, well, uh, interesting, interesting potential. Then we could either, we could watch the Godfather instead. Um, I don't like the scoring move. I'm really upset about it. Okay, so uh, and all of my all of my cards are about picking stuff for me. It doesn't help at all for you. Stopping you guys is nonsense. Um, we right, could have watched the Super Mario Brothers. <laughs> yes, movie we could have gotten that from him again. I'd love to see it. Everybody's, everybody's um, okay. reevaluating that movie this year, yeah. so maybe we should too. Okay, I'm open for it. But now we have two quick orders of business before we leave. We have to. We're going to check in with the uh, the email. We have two emails that we need to talk about today. First, from Ezra. Ezra, last week you may recall we talked about Shrek, and I suggested armpit farts are very very funny to children. But your uh, eight year old had never actually checked them out. Had this was the first time Caleb learned for about um, well, arm so farting. So I think this is the issue. So I, I watched you showed him a YouTube video of someone doing armpit farts. And he was like, yeah, 
I know about mm -hmm. this. And I think it's, I think. Oh, good. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it wasn't like it. this okay. was not groundbreaking anymore. I think is what I'm trying to say. There's like, I think there's, yeah. there's maybe body noise inflation that's happened over the last several years. Oh, so, at a, so what is, what does he think is funnier? Uh, I mean, I think he thinks regular farts are still funny. Noise. And I think they're still fun to sure, do, yeah, of course. but I just don't think they're like, it's, I guess what I'm trying to say is it's not hilarious for an eight year old. No. Well, I wonder if the situation matters because I think to me it would have been much funnier at a sleepover than it would be if dad taught me. There's something about like having the authorities show you armpit farting. I think part of the fun of doing it as a child is that you're not supposed I, to. I think the illicit nature of it the, is what I like. By far the funniest partly. part of an armpit fart is the first time when you realize it's possible. And I think just that I guess yes. is, there's enough stuff that's happened when by the time you're eight years old that you know about this and, and and probably a lot of other things. So like maybe it's four, okay. maybe it's five. All right. Yeah. And yeah. So we know eight is today is just like, I have the internet. You think right. I haven't been desensitized to all types of kind of crazy shit at this totally. point? That's fair. That's fair. He's like seven episodes or seven seasons deep in, in South Park by now. He doesn't yeah. give a shit that you can make a noise mm. with your armpit. Okay. Good to know. Second thing, we have a new meat buddy to thank this week. And um, by new, I mean, it's been a little while. I mentioned this last week, but we got uh, Meat Buddy Gabe as finally ready for their Patreon segment. So, um, as I mentioned last week, Gabe said in his email, this is my first time signing back in on to Patreon since I joined your show. I was going to look up the old Gamers Almanac's Ooh, new Patreon. So, Hunter's Podcast has a new Patreon. Mm. And while doing that, he found out uh, that Patreon does not email you, you necessarily when somebody sends you a message via Patreon. So, I've been sending everybody when you join the patreon i send you a message on patreon you might not be getting it if you don't check your e if it doesn't go straight to your email um it does email me so i don't know if maybe there's a setting anyway um but gabe goes on also i had forgotten i was supporting you mm. <laughs> yes um Wonderful. i appreciate it i appreciate it gabe i think probably that is true of some portion of our 100 or so meet buddies i think that is probably i'd, I'd say 40 percent forgot maybe higher um, we still have Meat Buddies supporting us on um, PayPal, which has been years since we accepted that as a medium of, of payment. So uh, very pleasantly surprised um, that you're still supporting us as well. We also are surprised. Um, so Gabe goes on. Actually, oh, I also asked um, how you like to be identified. And Gabe said, uh, I, I'd like to be called Gabe. If there's multiple Gabes, Gabe from Topeka. If there's multiple Gabes from Topeka, I'm surprised that all three of us listen to your show. But congratulations, <laughs> um, which was very funny. Um, and then for the segment, for the thank you segment, Gabe says, I love board games, which makes sense, listening to Old Gamers Almanac. And obviously, I know Hunter's involvement with that world, but I'm curious about the rest of you. Is the year-long movie game the most complex board game everyone's ever played? Or do people like other complex board game stuff? I know all four of us are into board games at least a little bit, but what is the most complicated board game you have played, I'm Ezra? trying to remember. Okay, so there is... So one, I remember there was the there was the sad game that we played together, Alex, with farming. The sad game we the played sad together. farming game. Oh, the farming game. Sure, that's not that complicated. Oh man, we've talked about this on the show, but it's been years since we've brought this up. So Hunter, you probably know about the farming game. Maybe what you farming don't. Game? Okay, it's called the farming game. That's the name of the game. Oh, okay. Um, so there is a game. It was invented by a farmer um, in Washington State to teach people how hard it is to be a farmer. And so it's got like a Monopoly style board game. Oh. But you go around and do farming stuff and it's clearly built by a farmer because it's not very well, it doesn't seem super like playable. But the best part of it is you're going around and just terrible shit keeps happening yeah, to your crops yeah, yeah. over and over again. Every, you're getting yeah. wiped out every year. And the goal 
is to win. You get if you do so well, if you get so much money out of the system, what you the prize is you get to quit your other job and farm full time. That's his prize. It's a very funny like to show you how much farming sucks by how unplayable this game is. Do you uh, if you like are really bad at it, does the government come in and give you a bunch of money to keep you afloat? I do. I think that he was kind of skipping over that step. But because it was done in the Pacific Northwest, one of the bad things that can happen on the board is a volcano going off. And the game is set up such that you'll have several times that a volcano will go off and destroy all of your crops. Like it's a little <laughs> bit implausible. Um, he might be playing up the bad things, but anyway, that was not the most complicated that was, that was game. The bad it was certainly game. the least the, playable. The, the fun farming game that I played with a uh, friend's uh, uh, Phil and Neil uh, was, I think uh, Agricola or Agricola. I'm not sure how to pronounce it, but that was like, that was a Agricola. complicated one yeah, yeah. for sure. This is like many hours. Yeah. And like, this is a good time before I had kids. That was like, um, this is like a game that we kind of like would be haunted a little bit on your last moves. It was like, oh, I messed up. Like, and you you really see like how like you'd be, you'd be playing it in your head. It was that was a good one. Yeah, I I can't find it. I I think it might be downstairs. I recently got a cool uh single player um tabletop code Called solitaire. Game. Mm. There's like this interesting. No, it's, it's like, like this love shape of a clock. It's like this Lovecraftian mystery game. It's really fun. It's kind of like Clue, but single player. Um, I really have been enjoying playing that recently. Interesting. Uh, but yeah, no, I have a lot of friends, um, especially one uh, friend uh, who him and his wife are really into collecting a very expensive kind of like German made board games. And before sure, they yeah. had kids, we would go over there all the time and play them since they've had kids that has uh slowed drastically and yeah. COVID hasn't yep. helped as well. But yeah, we would go all the time and play, you know, different games there uh, at my um, wife's place, my wife's parents place on my wife's place. Uh, they live out in kind of the boondocks, uh, in this place called Beaver, Oregon, and don't ha- didn't have a lot to do for a while. So we bought them a bunch of games. We bought them a game called Azul recently, which has been a lot yeah, of fun to play cool. over there. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of lot of so, good tabletop but so, games. So it sounds like for both of you guys, which I think I, I think this is true and is true of me as well, is like we have all played some complicated board games. We are not the instigator of the most complicated board games the games that take several days are not oh, the games man. that the three of us play very often but all of us are like up for it if i could find the time yeah. Like a, we yeah we're all up for a certain amount of like complicated pieces i'm sure the, i think the most like convoluted game i've played is power grid i don't know if any of you guys have played this it's a yeah, beautiful yeah, played, game i love I little love wooden pieces it is i i think the fourth time i played it it was pretty fun um but it is just it's just a lot of rules it's just a lot of it's mm-hmm. a lot of doing yeah. like a lot, a lot of figuring of out what the pieces is auctions is repeated auctions. Auction. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah um yeah I, i'm not let crazy me, about an auction let me put it I this way I, I play a lot of, i've played a lot of really good tabletop games i have dozens hundreds of hours logged doing that over the years with friends mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. every single time i play one i will need the rules <laughs> re-explained to me <laughs> None, just know the rules for you but know so, what but i mean all of these i don't know what you would call this hunter but these are all like these are a clear step down from the game that like you are famous from not in terms of quality but just in terms of like sheer weight of rules complexity complexity um, i don't know about that uh power grid is actually pretty complex uh well imperium i wouldn't say is more complicated than power grid there's just more stuff more stuff doesn't necessarily mean more complex mm-hmm. you know what i mean yeah like 
just a sheer amount of things doesn't doesn't make it more complicated. I've also liked. I mean, I, I you know I've played plenty of D and D in my time, and I enjoy very much the D and D part. Although I enjoy yeah, we played the, a lot of D and D together. Yeah, we played a lot together. It was very fun. We've had some very good times. Um, yeah. I I prefer the role playing to the fighting. I don't yeah. care about rules lawyering as much as some people do i really like creating wild situations and i love improvising through characters i love when a dm has not thought out a character and then all of a sudden that it's like oh that plant has to come to life and talk and you got to figure out what that character talks like that's the fun for me is i like we're just playing an improv game with no audience which is very similar to doing an improv (laughs) show um but i very much enjoy that part of it so i don't know it's not quite the same but I really liked your turtle guy, Alex. I still think about your turtle D&D character sometimes. I think that Joey Doomfuck great. is my favorite character, but yeah, um, the Doomfuck turtle was, was pretty fun. was all right, but yeah, he had that regrettable name, though, you know? <laughs> well, it was his, it was his UFC name. Yeah, yeah his, right, right, right. His, norm, his you know, Christian name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was Joseph well, Doomfuck. <laughs> he's pretty good. <laughs> Thank you for letting walking right in that one again. Like, I haven't done that joke in years. Oh, it was fun. <laughs> yeah, I had a fun for Tartuga. My turtle character was really fun. Yeah, yeah. Um, I like your turtle. What is the the tur- turtle man race? Whatever that is. Yeah. Yeah. Whatever. Um. Yeah. I en- I enjoy the improv stuff. I enjoy like oh we have to use this mage hand to like have non uh can not uh, have sex without touching or whatever. Like I like the insane weird things. Right. Right. I remember um, playing Secret Hitler with you one time, and you were like. You hated it. You were like having a panic attack. Well, or so so as like the you thing didn't like that I lying. Like, you mentioned yeah. So I hate lying. I hate. I mean, I'm not good at it, and I also just like it's like not fun for me. It takes the fun out of games. I also do not like. Um, I I am well. It, I mean, I don't know if this is interesting, but I and, and I do have to leave in four minutes, so it's gonna be very quick. But I have sort of toxic competitiveness since I was a child, and one of the ways yeah, I've, I've noticed. Able to, overcome it is by mostly be, by being non-competitive in most situations so i can turn it off and what i don't like is a game that is fun and then that comes up where that like burbles yeah, up. yeah like and i feel it right now where you guys are like hey we figured out a system where all three of us score points and you can't do anything about it that's not as fun like that's hurting me a little bit i'm not enjoying that as much um yeah so I- yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I understand that. I understand like being like, whoa, I don't know why my competitive nature is being triggered right now, but it is. Uh, yeah. It's just funny that social deduction triggers it in you, um, which is a shame because those are like my favorite games to play with like really creative people are like games yeah, where you anything, lie to each other. Alex, you should just think of this point thing as um, the world paying you back for making us all watch Shrek last week. That's I true. That we did have to watch no, it was an interesting episode. No, no, I no, it was a good episode. It was good content. I had a lot of fun recording it. But you made us watch Shrek. You had the world of movies we could watch, and you were like, "Let's watch Shrek." Uh, so I that's just like, that's just balance. You're the one who made it be a non-scoring week, so that's when I use it to do investigations. I think that was still related to you. Okay, we have to wrap. I have to go, but um, that's a little bit of a, a board game conversation. So thank mm-hmm. you. Um, Gabe from Topeka, Gabe's from Topeka. All of all three of you, we ghost appreciate Gabe. all of you listening, especially the ghost Gabe who donated, and everybody who's got a ghost donation that's just running automatically, <laughs> whether or not you know about it, um, keeping the show on the tracks. Uh, and uh, yeah, you can become a meat buddy at metreon.com. and we appreciate everybody donates to the show. Thank you so much, everybody, for listening. We'll be back again next week. As mentioned, talking about Rush Hour 2. If I haven't seen Rush Hour, am I going to understand Yeah, it's still Russian. Am I going to be able Probably. to follow it? Yeah, yeah. Okay, they're still, they're still Russian. Yeah. Uh, Rush Hour 2. Just all Russian. Rush Hour 2. Still got to get to work. 
you know, every day uh, at the same time. Um, all right. Well, join us for that. You can become MeetBuddyMetreon.com. You can watch the show uh, if you want to see our faces while we talk at YouTube.com slash Alex Falcone and decide if we look like how we sound. And you can um, Hunter is sitting in front of a green screen, so you can do whatever chroma key work you want to make him sitting in front of anything else you want. And uh, anyway, that's enough. Uh, and you send us an email podcast at read-weep.com. Thanks for being here, Anthony. It's great to be here. Hunter Donaldson, good chat with you, buddy. Thank you. And Ezra Fox, always a good yeah. time. And I will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Chances are. Bye.